Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right. What's up, everybody, and how are you? Welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here and always happy you're listening. Well, there's a saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there is a lot of smoke around this whole child trafficking thing with some pretty high-level people in America. Um, People from Hollywood, people from government, high up in government, course we know the whole Jeffrey Epstein story and I've talked a lot about how we just can't seem to get to the bottom of it and I don't know if some of you have heard of this young woman named Allison Leilani Carter or Allie Carter for short but she's dropped some pretty heavy you know accusations and now she's missing And this is usually a good sign that um, the fire is nearby, you know, when people start missing. Back in episode 284, we profiled a lady named Tara Lee Rodas, who worked in uh, Joe Biden's administration in the Health and Human Services Division. And specifically, she was working in California. And she came out as a whistleblower. And the episode, I can't remember the exact title of the episode, but something to the effect of um, your, your government is involved in child trafficking. Uh, so go back and listen to episode 284 to, t- to hear Tara Lee Rodas' um, testimony before Congress. Now, this is like a serious thing, right? Like uh, Ron Johnson has tried to start a committee on this. Um, there's, there's been numerous articles written on this subject, um, trying to get some investigatory traction and it's just not going anywhere. And these whistleblowers, uh, specifically this, uh, Allie Carter, you know, they come forward and they try to tell their story and you're going to hear a clip in here about her talking about it, she's got a lot of evidence, but she doesn't know who to give it to. She doesn't trust anybody. She names uh, police. She names people in CPS that are complicit in trafficking. I mean, it's just a a mess of, I don't know, corruption and lying and breaking the law and, and all over these innocent children from wherever they are, whether they're trafficked over the border or they're trafficked by CPS or by the foster uh, program or whatever. And it's, it's, it really needs to stop. And, and there's some pretty nasty people. I mean, look, you know, me government is always and everywhere part of the problem, but you don't, necessarily like to think of them as being straight up evil, or at least a lot of people don't. I do because I think using the government against free people is evil. But this is a different kind of evil. This is a 
this is a, you know, we, we bury people under the jail when they do things like this to children that you're going to hear this young woman talk about. And the fact that our tax dollars and we're, you know, that we're supporting people's incomes that are doing things like this is, is just makes my stomach turn. And, you know, my hope is that we can get to the bottom of it. You know, people like this, Terry Lee wrote us, um, she went into, I mean, go back and listen to 284. She went into, uh, HHS under the Biden administration to try to do some good on the border. And what she found out was, was exactly what this young woman, Allie Carter is talking about. And now Allie Carter is missing. And, you know, this is, sadly, this is the state we're in. You know, you can't get to the bottom of things because people either think you're crazy for talking about it, or if you get too close and you sound too crazy, but maybe not, you just go missing. And this is a very dangerous state that we're in. And, you know, I'm not sure what to do about it, except other than to have just a huge awakening about the nature of government and why it needs to be. I mean, for all the reasons you hear me talk about on this show, I think are good reasons to either get rid of government or drastically downsize it. I mean, by like 98%. But when you hear about stuff like this, I mean, that's a whole nother set of different kinds of reasons why government should be a lot smaller or non-existent altogether. All right, without further ado, I'm going to jump into uh, this interview with uh, on Stu Peters' show of Allie Carter. And this is about, about a year old, I guess. Um, but she went missing after this, and, and, and nobody's really been able to find her. With what you have to deal with when the people in authority are not there to help you. And everybody is so worried about the elite. And we could give those names of Barack Obama, Joe Biden. We know about Michelle Obama. That's a man. We know about um, Too Short. We know about Akon and Steven Tyler. And we can give those names all day. And everybody is so worried about that. But what you should be worried about is the people that are in between. The people that go as low as your grave diggers. I was trafficked to people within my schools. Uh, I was trafficked in underground tunnels that link under your schools, uh, through your cemetery under uh, your your amusement parks, through Universal Studios, and into Hollywood elite homes um, all over the place, all over the world. So the names that you just mentioned, Barack Obama, Steven Tyler, Joe Biden, Michelle Obama, have you had personal sexual experiences with these people? Yes. These people participated in sex abuse firsthand with you? Yes. Can you tell that story? Because that's important for people to understand and and to know. And to this point, I don't think a national platform has given you the opportunity to say those things. No, because everybody is complicit. It, it, everybody is complicit. It, is covered up by your local FBI. It is covered up by your local police department. It is underground tunnels. There's a whole world. Wow. All I can say is, wow, what a brave young woman. You know, this is, when you start naming people like this and you're, you're saying that 
Michelle Obama is a, a trans. She's really a man. And um, I was trafficked to Barack Obama and Joe Biden and Steven Tyler. And she's mentioning some pretty heavy hitter names. That's a very dangerous situation that she's put herself in. And, um, you know, I, I guess this is what you do when enough is enough is enough. Like you've, you've had it, you, you, you can't live with the knowledge uh, in your in your mind of, of this and you and you just and you decide you're gonna have to tell somebody even if it kills you literally um but wow you know what a what a brave woman and what a, a shitty group of people that she just mentioned and you know like she said though man this is way wider which you would expect actually um to have this many people involved at such a high level you would have to have just massive numbers of people uh, involved protecting it paying for it um you know it's a whole industry and you know i just if you've ever had children of your own they're they're just so especially she talks later on about four years old and she finally ran away or got away when she was 16 or 17, something like that. And now she's 27. I mean, when you think about a four year old and just how innocent they are, I mean, they're, they're not, they don't know anything. I mean, they're completely dependent on the adults around them. And can you imagine what it must do to your life to be four years old and have, the people around you, the people that are supposed to be protecting you and loving you, just sell you out to a bunch of monsters over and over and over and over again. I mean, that I, I don't know how this woman's not completely destroyed as a person. I don't know how she's not psychotic. Um, but to me, I listened to her interview, and I've listened to multiple interviews, and I'm going to post all of them that I could find and some articles because I know this is so unbelievable. And I know some people are going to go, oh, come on, you know. But I'm going to, I'm going to post a lot of backup on this because it's just it's so underground and so out of the mainstream that uh, really it's only you can only find information about it in in written articles, there's not really a lot of video, uh, video, uh, articles or video testimony of what's going on or what's allegedly going on. So I, I just, I, I just want to, you know, kind of acknowledge how brave this woman is and, and I hope she's okay. I, you know, she's been missing now for a while and, uh, she may not come back from this. Um, but hopefully others will come forward and they'll find a trusted partner, someone like a Ron Johnson. That's who I would go to. Um, and I would try to somehow, I guess, get into the witness protection program or something for, for testimony. Uh, that's what I would try to do. In July of 2020, you came out on Instagram. You couldn't bottle it up anymore. You made no. claims <laughs> about Barack Obama and Joe Biden that shocked the world. How did it get there? Take us through your story. Well, 
you know, I, as, as young as I remember, um, I've been trafficked through many elite places. Um, I went from the Buckingham Palace to um, under the Getty Museum in Los Angeles, still under the uh, custody of Child Protective Services, uh, the child welfare system. Um, it went from trap houses in uh, your everyday neighborhood of Marina Valley, California, um, and Los Angeles County, um, strip clubs, um, and into Hollywood elite parties. Uh, <laughs> there was never a time of peace in my life. And, and I remember very clearly since four years old, there was never a time of peace in my life. Um, it's been ongoing. Who started all of this? I mean, your mother originally. And then yes. who carried on? How did you end up in Buckingham Palace and, and underneath the Getty Museum and alongside some of these household names that I just mentioned? When... When I was a child, um, there was many things that went on in the home. I tried to I tried to talk. I tried to uh, let people know. Child Protective Services uh, were called constantly um, since I was three months old. Um, by the time I turned 13, I had enough of being uh, raped and beaten and tortured behind rocks on La Salle um, in Marina Valley, California. I had enough of going through um, dealing with my mother's boyfriends. Um, she was nothing of a mother, uh, but I had enough of dealing with them at four o'clock in the morning. Um, I had enough of, of being the favorite um, out of the girls and I couldn't take any more. So I tried to kill myself. Um, when I turned 13, CPS came into the picture. Um, I was put into mental hospitals. Um, and then finally I was put into foster care. I thought things would be over from there. I thought it would be fine. And then after all of that, uh, I started thinking that I was talking to someone online, but everybody knew me before I knew them. This poor woman, you know, she just never really had a childhood. I mean, from, from the time she was four years old, she was abused in her home. And then, you know, the people that are supposed to help her, in this case, CPS, just created more problems for her. basically put her on the radar to be trafficked. So, you know, I mean, I, I know I say it all the time and you probably get tired of hearing me saying it, but, um, Murray Rothbard, he used to say, look, the government breaks your leg and then offers you a crutch. The government doesn't solve problems. I don't know how many times, how many different ways we can explain it but there's there's this thing in the american psyche that somehow believes that government is there to help you government is there to protect us government is there to make our lives better none of that is true none of it i mean we would be better off asking the churches to help out in fact that's what probably this young woman could have done i mean she's just a child she doesn't know but you could go to a church there's somebody in there that would have taken her in and and done all the necessary stuff instead of instead of going to the the government and relying on the government to handpick foster parents 
you know, through their vetting process, you know, go to a church and, and, and find somebody in the church that's willing to get into the foster program and take care of you. You know, that's, that's, that's probably a better way, but man, just this poor woman's just never had a moment of rest. And, and like I said, now she's missing and I, I just don't, I just don't know how you get to the bottom of something like this and then start to dismantle it when there's so many people involved. And you're going to hear in a minute, I mean, she's, she's already talked about the FBI and your local police and the schools and all these people are involved in this. Um, she's even going to go into more detail. And I, I just don't know how you unwind it. Uh, or, or get to the bottom of it or at least stop it. You know, not, even if not everybody goes to jail or something, you know, how could you at least shed some light on it so that it doesn't continue or at least has a likelihood of not continuing? I was sold to Joe Biden. Um, multiple times. Um, sometimes people don't talk about it because when you don't talk about it, it makes it okay. When you don't talk about it, it makes you bury it. When you don't talk about it, it's easier and it kills that part of you. Um, I was sold for blowjobs. I was sold for sex. Um, There is many people who trade to eat, beat, and rape children under the ground. Um, I have many friends that I've lost and I have many people that I've met that didn't make it, um, that refer to me as a traitor. Uh, and that's because they're still dealing with this right now to this day. Yes. There are millions just like me. There are millions worse off than me. There are millions that people cut off their limbs so they don't fight them back when they rape them. There are millions that they take pleasure in in draining their blood and and using it as a source of a fountain of youth. People have many sick fetishes and the Hollywood elite, we sign their paychecks. We sign all of their paychecks every single day (laughs) <laughs> this is this when you stream their music, when you when you buy something from their brands, we sign their paychecks. And these are the people that have put something in your face and made you want to believe that you are the ones that are responsible to make them look the way they look. Their image is not what you think it is. They're sick, evil people. Yeah, this is this is really sad and depressing and I just, I, you know, I felt like we needed to have a program on it just to call your attention to it because a lot of people don't know about this. And uh, there's been stories with Judicial Watch, uh, with um, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. There's been, um, there's this whistleblower that worked in the Biden administration. I mean, she basically, go back and listen to episode 284. She basically says, hey, look, the government, is funding this. Um, You know, it it makes it, you know, taxation is theft seem trivial. But, you know, if you start with theft, really nothing good comes afterwards. That's why we've got to have 
you know, we've got to have a complete <laughs> makeover of the way we operate as a as a society. We we've got to we got to quit doing things the way we're doing them. We got to quit. We got to quit thinking to ourselves it's okay to take somebody's money or income or property just because they have it. You know, they have more than the rest of us. Because once you start with that, it, it, it kind of makes all this other stuff okay. You know, it just leads, it's like the, it's like doing something wrong for the first time. It just becomes easier and easier after that. And and we need to stand up for these principles because it, it th- this amount of money and the, the amount of power that the government garnishes from, from uh, this system that we live under where the Federal Reserve can literally just print money. And then these maniacal crazy people can go spend it and, and do whatever they want with it for good or bad, for legitimate or illegitimate, for approved or non-approved reasons. I mean, it's just, it's just a jacked up system. <laughs> I mean, it just, it produces nothing but evil outcomes. And so I'd like to see, you know, some good come of this. I don't know how any good could come of it. I mean, you've got, sounds like to me, millions of broken people over this thing. And we wonder why there's a, you know, a mental health epidemic, right? Well, you know, you abuse people to this level throughout their whole life. They're, they're broken. You know, you, there's... There's not much you can do to repair that. And we know we know at least some of this is true, right? Because of the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Where are the discs? You know, the, they got into Jeffrey Epstein's, Epstein's uh, safe on that island, and there were thousands of discs. Remember, that was in the news. They, they showed that there were just, well, what was on the discs? Was it video evidence? Was it accounts? You know, what was it? Where is it? How come we've not heard about it? You know, maybe Barack Obama and Joe Biden's names are on those. Maybe maybe their images are on there doing all these horrible things to these young girls. But it's just covered up. It's just, there's no interest. All they're interested in is prosecuting Donald Trump. For what? For nothing, basically. I mean, for being stupid, for saying stupid things. That's that's essentially what Donald Trump is being prosecuted for. Opening his mouth and saying dumb things. Mainly because he doesn't understand anything about the way the government works. And maybe, you know, she mentions Donald Trump in here. And she says she's never seen Donald Trump on this scene. And he's the only one that's ever mentioned anything. Maybe that's why... They're trying to prosecute him so heavily. It's because they're afraid he's going to expose the whole thing. I don't know. There's so much unknown here. There, there's nothing to do but speculate. But at the core is a government that is so corrupt and so evil that I don't think there's anything that's not within the realm of possibility. And I, I just I, my hope is that everybody becomes a whole heck of a lot more skeptical of government and eventually we get to the bottom of this child trafficking stuff yes i was taught pain is pleasure 
I was taught that you are not spoke, you, you do not speak unless you're spoken to. I was taught that as a, as a foster care kid, you have nothing but what's in your trash bag that you carry from home to home when you're evicted from foster home to foster home. I was in over 19 high schools in one year. I never stayed in a place longer than a month. I was never in a home. I was moved all around because nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody wanted to do anything about it. The California ombudsman was contacted. My, my foster mother, that is now my adopted mother, I'm adopted now, um, she went to everyone. She went to the police. She went to the California ombudsman. She went to private investigators. She talked to judges, attorneys, lawyers. She went to everyone and everyone shut her down. There was no, no help whatsoever. And she was made out to be the crazy one. I was made out to be the crazy one. I was a high risk kid. I was moved from foster homes to level 14 lockdown group homes. And every single time something happened, every single time I came in with, with cracked ribs, with bruises, with bites, with, with, <laughs> rape kits beyond rape kits. No one did anything. I went from shelter to shelter, from CPS report to CPS report. And CPS is your cover up. CPS is corrupt. CPS buys and sells and trades children. That is their major facade. There are some good social workers out there. And there are some social workers that know that they cannot speak on things, they cannot do certain things, and they have to abide by certain rules. Because if you don't, you will be abused too. Just like there is in the Brotherhood Freemason Cops. There is a secret society in the, in the Freemason Cops as well. We are not safe. We have been threatened, harassed, stalked, and hunted down because I mentioned that I was trafficked under the Getty Museum. I have so much evidence. I have so much information, but I don't know who to give it to and I don't know who to honestly talk to because there's nothing that have come of it. Uh, we have been, her house has been broken into, I'm sorry. Our animals have been killed. We have been away from our home for, for a year. We can't go back without uh, police coming out and asking us where we have been. We have been stopped and pulled over in eight states without a ticket, without a warning, and without any logical reason. They just want to know where our car is, what time that we'll be back, where are we parked, and how long, how long will we be out and how much money do we have. This is not normal, and everybody knows that something is wrong. Something is wrong, all right. Uh, this is very disturbing. I mean, most people, when you, most people, when they're complaining about the government, they're not thinking about stuff like this, but this is how bad the rot can get, I suppose. You know, um, I, I just don't understand why people imagine that these government entities are a force for good. You know, People talk about the greedy rich and, you know, they're talking about greed and they're talking about wealth and how there's so much wealth. And if we can just get a little bit more of it, if we can just tax the wealthy 2%, you know, it'll bring in a hundred billion dollars or something. And think of what we can do with all the good we can do, you know, start thinking about all the evil they can do with that money. Because that's what they're doing. There's no good happening. I mean, when Elizabeth Warren is telling you that we should have a wealth tax, just know that that money is going to be spent for evil reasons, for evil causes. We need to stop thinking or imagining, I guess is really what we're... We're not thinking, okay? If we were thinking, 
none of this shit would be happening. But we were imagining somehow that the government takes all this money and does good things with it, protects our lives, uh, protects those, <clears throat> those that are uh, oppressed. I mean, does this, doesn't this woman sound like she's oppressed? Doesn't she sound like she's being oppressed? Well, who's she being oppressed by? She just told you CPS is complicit in this. The foster system is complicit. The, the, the law enforcement system is complicit, at least in California. I mean, that's where she grew up. So, you know, this, the only way you're going to stop all this, truly stop it, is to eliminate its funding. Just cut off the money. And the source of the money is is from taxes, is from taxpayers. And, you know, I know I'm kind of shifting gears on you, and the story's really about this woman and her plight to try to reveal this information about what's going on in our society. But the bigger the bigger thing is here, this is just this is what's possible in a in a system like ours that becomes wealthy and extracts so much from the population. I mean, why why are why are greedy people always the rich? Are there, are there no greedy people in government? There's no evil people in government. There are only rich, evil people with holding bags of money, you know, smoking big cigars and <laughs> figuring out how they can get more, you know? I mean, at least those people have to buy honestly what they want i i guess some are buying buying it dishonestly on in this underground society this trafficking society but i i just kind of want to use this situation to just demonstrate that there is no good government there's no such thing ronald reagan was wrong if you're a republican ronald reagan was wrong there is no good government. There's only bad government. Even, even in areas where you can make the case that it's good government, it starts with theft. So how can something that starts with something illegal be good? Um, again, I feel for this woman. I hope she emerges somewhere. Um, I've got, I'm going to try to squeeze in a couple more clips here because there's just so much. And her story is so important. I know I'm running long, but if you just bear with me, I'll play these other qu uh, clips and then keep the commentary to a minimum. When I was I, when I was 16, I ran away from CPS. This is how I escaped. I was auctioned to Russia. Um, I knew that if I went to Russia with this man, that I would not come back and I would die. So I ran away and I hid for a year. Um, I did what I had to do, and I can't say exactly what I had to do because it would put some people in danger. So when you say that Trump has given money to trafficking organizations, you mean organizations that fight trafficking, right? Human I trafficking. Mean, I just want to make sure mm -hmm. that I understand that. He's not participating in funding human sex trafficking. No, 
that's not what I believe and know that it's not what I've ever heard. Um, I, I believe that Trump has done something because he is the only president that has mentioned it. And Trump is the only person that I haven't seen, to be honest with you. So firsthand, these people were in a room with you and had, they raped you. I, I mean, there's no other, I want to be absolutely 100% candid. Barack Obama, yes. Joe Biden, these people raped you. What evidence do you have? We have police reports, we have rape kits, we have information, we have videos, we have so much. But again, there's so much that I can't put completely out there and I have mountains of it. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's why she's missing. I mean, when, you, when you've got that kind of information on powerful people, the, the law doesn't mean anything. They don't care. You know, this whole, no one's above the law, you know, and they're prosecuting Donald Trump. That's all bullshit. These people, they, they kill people for a living. I mean, Barack Obama killed thousands of people, some Americans, with, with his drone war. I mean, they don't, they don't value human life, especially, you know, especially a life like this, you know, that this, they can just tell themselves this person's not important. She's just a street rat or whatever. I mean, I, I don't know what they're, what's in their mind, but I know when, when, when faced with the consequences of what she's talking about, it's nothing to take this life and her mother's life. Just get rid of them. I don't care what you, you know, it goes something like this. I don't care what you have to do. Make it go away. That's, that's the order. So the law enforcement agencies that are ignoring this, why are they doing that? Why are cops and investigators and federal agents, why are they ignoring your claims, your victimization, the crimes against you? Because they're customers. They're all customers. Again, everybody is so worried about the top Hollywood elite, but you should be worried about the people that sit next to you every day. They are complicit. Your local police are complicit. All of them? They're customers. All of them. They're customers. There are some good cops. There are some some good cops, but they're very one far and few in between. This is decades of issues. These are decades of problems. Satanic ritual abuse exists. Um, human sex trafficking exists. Organ harvesting exists all over the place. The black market exists. Um, humans, babies, children, four-year-olds, six-year-olds are having their bodies sliced open and used as human suitcases over the border. I have been trafficked over the border. Those babies are moved as if they're still alive. They put clothes on them, they sit them up, and they use them until their bodies cannot be used anymore. This is not just about sex, because after your body is used for sex, your organs are used for organ harvesting and selling on the black market, which goes to your hospitals. You wonder why a heart costs so much. Man, if there's even a sliver of truth to anything she's saying, this all has to stop. This is, this is so evil. And you know, there's some pretty big names around this in, in the, in the reporting world. Lara Logan has been re reporting on this. Um, James O'Keefe, Senator Ron Johnson has tried to hold hearings. Um, this is not something that's just a conspiracy theory. And, and 
in, in, in along those lines, by the way, how many conspiracy theories are we going to have to hear come true later before we start, you know, not accepting that as a reason to not look into something? I, I hear that so often now. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, it's almost it's almost like the racism thing. It's 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 assigned to so many things that it almost has no meaning anymore. You know, you look at, and I'm not a big Alex Jones fan, but you look at Alex Jones, Alex Jones, about half of what he's saying actually happened. And he said it 10 years ago. Think of how much suffering could have been avoided if people maybe took Alex Jones a little bit more seriously. What I'm trying to do, I guess, is just get people to understand that your government is not a force for good. Okay. The federal government. It is a corrupt um, machine that does all kinds of evil stuff in your name. In your name, the American citizen. And then tells you that our our system is very legitimate because we all get to vote. And because you get to vote, you, um, what's the word I'm trying to think? You consent. We, We live in a government... We're, we're, we are governed by consent. You know, you approve of what we do because you vote. I mean, this is the, you know, if you really look into it and you think about it, it's, it's a very absurd kind of way to operate a society. And yet this is what we do. And, you know, for all those that want to call on the constitution and, you know, bring back the Constitution, all this. Look, the Constitution cannot by itself, I mean, there's nothing magic about the piece of paper that is the Constitution. I think that's obvious at this point. Anybody still clinging to that is, is I think, maybe delusional. Maybe you should go talk to a psychiatrist or something. Um, but yeah, you know, the reason this woman can't get any help is because the people that are supposed to help are customers. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Are you for for places that you're the customer? Do you want to go tell? Uh, let, let's say you're a happy customer with somebody. Do you want to go? I don't know. Tell the Federal Trade Commission on them and say, "Hey, these guys are doing this or that." No, because you're a happy customer. So I, you know, look. I mean, I would say I hope you've enjoyed the show today, but I there's nothing enjoyable about this subject. It's, uh, I'm hoping that it's eye-opening, that it's awakening, that it awakens something in each and every one of us uh, that wasn't there before. That's what I'm hoping. But I need to wrap up because we've been talking for almost 40 minutes. Go look at, I'm going to put a lot of links in the show notes page. Go click on all of them and, and look into this yourself. Spend some time checking it out. And I don't know how you can't be just 100% disgusted with what you find. And if for no other reason our government needs to be dissolved, it's this. I mean, this cannot go on. Um, I mean, there's like, this is spiritually evil shit going on. So, um, With that, I think I'll wrap up the show. 
come back and listen to tomorrow, and uh, hopefully, um, maybe we'll have something a little bit better, a little bit more easy to digest. But uh, I thought it was necessary to talk about this and timely, given this uh, young woman and her mother's disappearance. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Peace.